Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It's so good to be with all of you tonight. If you're listening on the 50,000-watt Blowtorch News Radio, Wham 1180, so good to be with you tonight. If you're listening on any of your favorite podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, so glad to be with you as well. It is Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and I thought I would slow things down a little bit. I have a very special guest in the Joy Virtual Studio tonight, one of my very favorite guests, longtime friend of the show, Daniel Horowitz of The Blaze. Daniel, how are you? Hey, happy Thanksgiving, but I don't know if you're going to slow things down with me tonight. I'll tell you, please, please, everything (laughs) moves so fast these days. You and I have known each other for, we've been friends almost 10 years now, Daniel. Uh, I started having you on my program, I think the first or second year that we launched the Shannon Joy Show in a double wide trailer in a cornfield. That's how the Joy Show was launched on this tiny little AM broadcast station. And uh, we've grown in so many ways since then. Can you believe where we are today? When you know you think back 10 years ago when we first started and why you got into this business, why I got into this business and the issues that we're <laughs> yes. dealing with, it, I marvel at it. You know, the world moves so quickly, like frogs in boiling water, we don't realize it and we become acclimated. I I was recently looking back to some columns from 10 to 15 years ago, and I, I, in fact, I read on my show my endorsement of Ron DeSantis when he ran the primary for his house seat, and that was also about maybe 11 years ago. Wow. And you look at the panoply of issues that we're dealing with, and I'm thinking, man, I I would die to go back to that magnitude, that scope. Of, of uh, that degree of problem we had where it's kind mm. of like abstract spending. Okay. Obamacare, which is bad enough. Um, transhumanism was not something on the tip of my tongue. Killing millions of people from gene therapy, bioweapons was not something on the tip of my tongue. Uh, you know, hot American hospitals becoming fourth world, fourth Reich uh, uh, killing zones was not something on my to-do list in my worst imagination. Mm. I don't think I could have I, I I don't think I could have imagined that this could have happened. And if it would have embarked on that path, that you would have such flimsy opposition. But before we get ev- all your audience just um as as dark as I could be sometimes, woe and lamentation. <laughs> sure. I, I think, you know, what what is important to recognize headed into Thanksgiving is that we would be utterly hopeless if we truly were um, a bunch of genetic toys in the lab of Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab. Mm. You know, man, we're like, there's nothing, there's nobody, we have nothing, there's nowhere to turn. But at the end of the day, we're not. And nothing right. can happen without God's judgment or divine providence. And that's the thing, that you know, with every dark period, there arises opportunities. And 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 with every sunset, there's a sunrise. 
and God is always trying to bestow us with blessing, we have to A, recognize the source of it, right. recognize the need to turn to him mm-hmm. and the understanding that no, no good could come without a return to him. And that really is where we need to start looking at, at spiritual solutions. You know, I was I was looking at just, you know, some of the, some of the literature on Thanksgiving and really the first um, Thanksgiving was December 17, 1777. It was always in the fall because it comes from uh, the ancient uh, Jewish holiday of tabernacle, which was the fall harvest, right. thanking God for the blessings. And that's when the Continental Congress marked a day to acknowledge with gratitude their obligation to him for benefits received and to implore such further blessings as they stand in need of. That simple. Mm-hmm. Everything we, we, we've we gotten until now is from God. And anything that we need, we need his blessing for. Just that recognition alone is comforting in that at the end of the day, these hyenas can't do anything to us if God doesn't will it. So Absolutely. that that's really, you know, the lesson of Thanksgiving. Obviously, it's been so bastardized with Black Friday and all this pagan stuff and everything. But, you know, I, I hate to say it, but there really is no way around this. I know we have some, you know, non-biblical libertarian friends that think that they could have a model of governance without God. But the more you look at what's happening on every single front and the more the admonition of our founders ring true that really you got to be governed either by, you know, the Bible or the bay or, or the bayonet. Mm. Um, I think it was Robert Winthrop. Uh, he was a speaker of the house in the mid 1800s. Uh, that quote roughly comes from him. And that's, that's really what it is. And the reason why we have the bayonet, the high tech version of it nowadays, and just this complete transhumanist, control um depopulation it's i mean look you look at any measure any trend and we have a country that is turned away from god oh yeah um even church attendance which in itself doesn't really know fully measure much mm-hmm. it's just plummeted 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 in 15 20 years um marriage rates uh out of wedlock although now it's just you don't have much of any procreation and and you know one of the sad ironies um of of kind of where we sit right now i think if you want a big picture everyone celebrates thanksgiving it's universal in their own their own way i mean all you know 535 members of congress presumably celebrate maybe not ilan omar but you know right, most right. of them do um in some way and they're they're off they're they're off for this week because of it but ironically they're off in middle, they're smack in middle of what? Redefining the genesis of God made man, God made woman, the institution yeah. of marriage, the the antecedent to procreation, to civilization. And you know, I was Wait. I yeah, and I was just thinking like that. Thanksgiving, the disconnect. It's the disconnect is built upon. I mean, right. I mean, you read it. As, it, as as I mean, I could, I could go through our founders. It was day of fast. Yeah, um, right, right. You know, hu- um, humiliation, prayer, fasting, national acknowledgement um, of God's providence. This was John Adams. It, it, uh, that's it's an indispensable duty of the nation, um, and a duty whose natural influence is favorable to the promotion of that morality and piety without which such happiness cannot exist, nor the blessings of a free government be enjoyed. And and again, as late as 1986, we still had uh, President Reagan recognize that in his um in his address that uh, no custom reveals our character as a nation so clearly as our celebration of Thanksgiving Day right. rooted deeply in our Judeo Christian heritage underscores our unshakable belief in God as the foundation of our nation, and yet you have I mean there's almost no Republicans left that. Will even like at best, it's like, don't tase me, bro. Make sure there's enough religious protections or 
like, like, dude. Well, and we're talking about just so that the audience understands, because we haven't even hit it yet on the program, yeah. but we are in the process of passing legislation in the House and the Senate, supported by a large number of Republicans to banning marriage. Once again, yeah, redefine into completely banning marriage, but really going into the churches. It's really laying the groundwork so that the federal government yeah. using the the nonprofit status of most churches, the 5013B status against them, essentially saying if yeah. you don't if you don't submit to whatever our version of marriage, then you will revoke your tax, your tax benefits. And that's going to blossom into even further intrusions into the church, which quite frankly, Daniel, I don't know if this is a bad thing because it's going to make the churches, quote unquote, have to take a hard look at what yes. they've been doing over the past 30 to 40 years. And the Fight churches, quote unquote, have been, in my opinion, one of the the worst offenders in closing down yes. because of COVID-19, in submitting whole cloth to government mandates, state and federal. They have essentially yep. knelt to the government to Caesar, to Rome, whatever you, you need want. a big G God to be the right. bulwark against a big G government. Right. right. And that's, that's been, that's always been the issue. And I like how you, you tied that in with COVID because it, that was really the thing uh, the church was the bulwark against America becoming Europe until it no longer was. Mm. Well, and I think to your point, in order to be thankful, and this is what is really bizarre about the times that we live in. I, I see them as depraved lacking in in humanity or soul when i see our elected officials in washington dc so brazenly ignore the suffering and the pain of so many individual elderly in nursing homes who were tortured to death yet none of our elected officials can even talk about that on the campaign trail individuals who are denied life-saving treatments the the Never mountain happened. of i mean the, the oh the humanity i want to say sometimes on my Never program happened. like because it's it for those of us with eyes to see and ears to hear it is almost daily torment you can't to, see it you to can't consider it. what is happening and so these people who exist in washington dc lack in humility it is a problem of, of pride from my perspective and you can't be thankful you can't have thanksgiving yes. you can't you can't do that if you if you have no humility and if you don't identify God as the source of all good. And right. I think that's why we really need a new Thanksgiving. I mean, it's kind of been hijacked yeah. in many ways. It's like, it's like Thanksgiving is now Black Friday Eve. You know, that's really yeah. what it is. And it's, it was, it, we really need a day of fast and prayer mm. um, to, to, and that's what, what the founders did at the Constitutional Convention to just beseech God for some, some sort of light of where do we head? Because, right. You know, right. I'm I'm a solutions person. You're a solutions person. But what's going on is so so much greater than Mark. any individual solution. Where you could have like the worst things happen that are so easy to articulate, and you can't even get any movement or party off the ground to right. even it's like I this, identify it. Right. It's like this grinding bureaucracy that doesn't even have a, a a conductor, but it just it grinds on and on, and we can't seem to stop it. And it's plowing over everyone. And I don't think for those of you listening, Daniel and I aren't talking about a, a theocracy or, you know, a religious government. I think what we're talking about is a society and a nation that acknowledges God, a, a sovereign. We had the most freedom during that era. When yes, we did. Was the most religious, right? you know, at right. the end of the day, my, you know, my heritage in America was Jewish and there was no theocracy. Okay. No, right. no one, they, they thrived. No yes. one was forced that that's not when you say America is a Christian nation, it doesn't mean you are coerced. No, it's the pagans that are coercing. You shall get a jab. For example, in my religion, we have at eight days old, a kid gets a circumcision. So now, well, but you're not forced to, if you're not a practitioner of that, but their religion is you have a kid born, they become a pincushion right. for the biomedical state now, well, and you are and, coerced. And I tell people all the time, these are our libertarian friends. And actually, this is interesting, Daniel. I was in a talk a couple weeks ago with a group that is building healthcare clinics right here in the Finger Lakes region of, of New York State, free independent healthcare clinics. No strings to insurance companies, no strings to the government. There's a there's a way to operate them that that we've figured out and so that we can be free. 
And, but it was, a, you know, probably an audience of a few hundred. And we were talking, they, we did a Q&A session. They were asking about me, about people like Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough and Ed Dowd, who has become a, re- a regular guest on the program. Mm. And it's interesting as I'm interviewing them, when we talk in the breaks and when we talk afterwards, many of them will talk about how through this crisis, as their eyes are open to what is happening, the the depravity and the 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 human cost of lockdown and and this move towards the great reset, uh, they've found God in their own way. They they've become mm-hmm. convinced that there is a spiritual aspect to this. And these are people who were not practitioners before. They, yeah. But convinced when they saw the evil, a lot of them couldn't reconcile with the evil that they were seeing. And the the knowledge of that evil, the opening of their eyes to that evil, then led them to now this acknowledgement of the spirituality and this, this new relationship with God, with the natural, the natural creator of the universe which I thought was very interesting. And, and that's why I think the medical freedom movement really is one of the best things to have arisen from the past two or so years. It really, you know, gives a new common cause, a new sense of purpose that was lacking in our binary uh, uniparty um, politics. So that that's definitely been a positive. And I, I've seen that a lot, you know, with mm-hmm. a lot of people that, they consider themselves more secular. They bought into a lot of the value stuff and they and they they didn't understand where this was coming from. That once you deviate from biblical values, it's not just, well, I could be a good person. Okay, fine. Homosexuality is not such a big deal. Okay. But then now you see what's happened where literally tw- according to Gallup, 21% of Gen Z now identify as one of the alphabet soup stuff that mm. cannot procreate. And I'm like, well, okay, let's purely secular argument here. Is that a good thing? What if that number goes to 30, 40, right. 50? Forget about sin. It's, it's just the, it's the end, it's the end of the human race, as we know. So it. That's the transhumanism that people are starting to realize. You know, first, okay, there's a couple people like doing this. Okay, they now they say they want a marriage license. Okay, fine, give it to them. But well, now that you us, we all yeah. believe that. We every one of us came to this with the mindset of, listen, we live in the United States of America. People should be free to decide how to live their lives. They shouldn't be persecuted. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be, you know, um, prohibited from engaging in normal society. Like none of that. We should be nice. It's called the golden rule. Like you're just nice to people. And that's the way that we should proceed. And I think that's how so many of us got suckered into all of this because it was never about being nice. It was never about being inclusive. It was always about creating a new secular God, something else to worship. And somehow it always leads to depopulation. Well, yeah, that's what, again, again, forget about, homosexuality, questions of sins in the Bible, just do the math. If you take 21% of a generation and take them out of the business of procreation just from that one factor alone, what are you going to get? And where is that coming from? We got to go to break. Well, and to boot though, Daniel, also, you know, it- this has turned and morphed into the most vicious, evil, nasty. It's gone from bake the cake to we're going to literally- amputate uh, body parts off of small children in the name of worshiping this new God. Because here's the deal. Like we can pretend we don't believe in God, but we are human beings. We were built in the image of God. We were built to worship something. We are built to worship. We always have been, and we always will be. And if we are not worshiping the, the natural God who created us and loved us, loves us, in my yeah. opinion, then we will worship something. And that's why they have to, they have to create this new cult. That's why so many people call this a cult. Cause indeed it is, it is. The, the question is, what are we worshiping? We are talking to Daniel Horowitz. You can find him on the conservative review. He has a daily podcast on the blaze. One of my favorite contributors. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon joy show to continue the conversation. We are back. Daniel Horowitz joins me tonight, the day before Thanksgiving. Daniel, this was supposed to be a light show. Remember before <laughs> we started and I said, hey, Daniel, let's just freestyle a little bit. Let's just like slow things down. But you and I just can't seem to do that. Like we go in. We go into- <laughs> it, it's heavy all the time. And, and look, it's just th- these are the times we live in. 
Yeah. And you just, you just can't avoid them. And, and that's part, that's part of the thing. It's kind of a fight or flight moment. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, when you think of the pilgrims, they knelt on that ground, according to historians, Bradford led them in recitation of Psalm 107. Um, again, you know, give thanks to the Lord because he is good. And that was the foundation of our country. And now when you look at what has happened to that, we are the new pilgrims, except geographically, there's no new world to discover. There's nowhere to go. So we can't run away. It's not like we can say, hey, there's an obscure part of Canada or Russia or South America or whatever to run to. We got to find at least a place somewhere here and and do something with it. And what's so scary is that there is nowhere to run, run. We're talking about this pagan religion and how even when America was was the most Christian it ever was, no one was ever coerced to worship Christianity in any way they didn't want. Yet mm-hmm. now that we live in a pagan theocracy, you are forced into everything. And I was thinking like, a pagan theocracy. I love that that's, term. That's what living it is. It's in a not pagan, secular. Right. It's not, it's not live and let live. I think as we see, these guys are vicious as hell. Like they'll, they'll cut your heart out. They'll deny a kidney transplant. Yes, if they you will. don't sign up for their thing. And, <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. It's like, um, what, what scared the heck out of me. I did a podcast uh, yesterday. You could catch on iTunes and it was very powerful because it was with a lawyer friend of mine, civil rights attorney who's been doing a lot of these medical freedom cases. He um, immigrated from Connecticut to to Idaho to mm. get away from it. And mm. he has a client now who immigrated from California, emigrated from California to, to go to Idaho. Wow. And in Meridian, Idaho, there was this daycare center that denied or kicked out her 20-month-old kid. She was a single mother, so certainly needed the daycare because, you know, she did more research and was concerned about some of the shots on the so-called childhood immunization schedule. And it's like, well, everyone else in the playgroup has it. So if it works, buddy, it works. Like that's literally idolatry. Meaning mm. you can't logically say, this is so amazing. I'm going to take a 20 month old, deny human rights, kick them out. Well, man, that, that thing's got to be really important to do that. Oh, wait. So if it's so important, then you, you, you have the protection. But right. that's that's what it was in the times of Canaan, where they 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 used to have silver and gold idols, but they'd bring them in at night because they were scared they'd get stolen. Not only didn't it protect you, it couldn't protect itself. And <laughs> and and that's what they'll do. I you need to get the thing that right. I got, which didn't protect me, because right. if you don't get it, I won't be protected. But if you do, I will, even though I have it. And. And that's that's the pagan theocracy. It's delusional. It's delusional. It's insane. It's in, it's insanity right in front of our face. And it it's interesting for me to hear you say, uh, scared the heck out of me because, you know, just talking about this reminds me. I had Naomi Wolf on the show a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, and she said something that really stuck with me because I said to her, you know, something along the lines of, "Thank you for being so courageous. You're very brave." And she said to me, she said, Shannon, when you see what we've seen, which we cannot unsee, right, you don't have a choice but to fight because you know where this is going to go. She said, I'm not courageous at all. I'm not brave at all. I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for the lives of of my my kids, you know, that, and it, it, it really made sense to me, Daniel, because if I'm honest with myself, <laughs> this, if I'm honest with myself, when you see the progression and you understand where this will inevitably go, where it has to go, and it has to go because the enemy cannot stop. Their appetite is voracious. They will never have enough money. They will never have enough power. They will never have enough. And so they will continue to take more and more and more and more. This only goes in one direction unless people stand. And I had to say to myself, she's right. And I'm there too. I'm not courageous. I'm not brave. I'm looking out at what is coming and I see no other avenue. I see no other solution, but God, I think I, you retweeted me in the very beginning of COVID-19. It was about four weeks in when I 
understood. And you were coming to that revelation. I think the same time that I was where we're like, this, this is wrong. Something is really, really wrong here. And I tweeted out only God can fix this. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing, you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, and they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Yeah. That's it. But you got to turn to him. And that's, that's the lesson of, of what Thanksgiving is all about. Um, You know, it's not the materialism and the paganism that, that has invaded it. But it, it really is a recognition that we've gone so wrong. And, mm. you know, it's, it's it's so funny watching all of our colleagues in a state of mourning. On the one hand, it's good because I want them to be as miserable as me. Uh, I was scared they'd be happy at a time when, you know, we we have so many issues and we got to deal with it. And they're just in denial. But but they're they're like, it's such a narrow sliver. OK, so it's ballot harvesting. OK, okay that's the problem. Right, 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 right. So Daniel need, and so I are like the Shannon, redheaded stepchildren of Conserva oh, Inc. Yeah. Like we're, we're so Shannon, here, here's the problem. Let me just boil down the problem. Right. The problem is because the ballot harvesting juggernaut, how do we win enough voters in certain parts of Phoenix, Atlanta, Vegas, and counties around Milwaukee, right? Those four states, right? There that will determine who wins the presidential election. <laughs> and that's that's the problem. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I, if that's what it's going to take, you know, whatever floats your boat. Oh, but, my gosh. But like, dude, I mean, y- this is so stage five. America has become a, a, a maggot infested carcass. Mm. Something we need to recognize that we need to rebuild. Right. Um, you know, we uh, Sam Adams said when when uh, this is three weeks after he signed the declaration, I think like August I want to say maybe maybe August 2nd, um, uh, 1776 at the Pennsylvania legislature. And he said, our contest is what we're about to embark on with this war is whether there shall be a place left to man for civil and religious, an asylum to man for civil and religious liberty. Mm. And that's that's where we're at, because there's nowhere to go. There is nowhere you can run from this without fighting it and crushing it, at least in some area where we could create a sanctuary. And you mentioned that with the story in Idaho, of all places. Meridian, Idaho, it's supposed to be a red state sanctuary. And I'll agree that in some red states, uh, particularly states like, like Florida, where some really interesting things are happening, you're right. It might be easier to navigate, but in other ways, it's a little bit harder because the the population in those states have a they have a false sense of security, yes. a false sense of wow, this could never come here because Based I'm in a red superficial state. things like we don't have abortion here and we have more gun rights. Like it's a couple of things, right? That or they focus we, or on. as simple as we have a governor who is a Republican, and <laughs> I'm coming. I'm sitting here in New York, Daniel, and just let me tell you, and and. This is why I get a lot of flack for staying in New York. I get a lot of flack for staying here and continuing to fight. 
And, you know, I feel like this is maybe my my civic duty to do this sure. because the worst stuff happens here in New York and the most sophisticated kind of politics. I'm telling you, 500 level politics happens in New York. And I can tell you, I've witnessed firsthand over the past decade, I've, I've observed all of this. The left will move individuals into a town or village. Yes. They will physically uproot them and move them strategy. from school district to school district. They will install them on your school board. They will become embedded in your community. And in the span of two to three years, you will witness every lever of power in your community switch to the left. Yes. And then they will push the agenda. They will suppress your voice. They will shove anyone who stands up and speaks up like myself into a cop car, handcuffed or, and arrested for speaking up. That suppresses dissent among every, I'm, I am living proof of watching this and how sophisticated it is here in New York. And I worry for people in states like Texas and South Carolina who are fat and happy and thinking, oh, well, we're red. They don't realize. I've also witnessed here in New York State the infiltration yeah. of the Republican Party. It's a fake party. It's a party meant <laughs> to lose. It's designed to lose. So talk about a fake party. So the other part of the story there in Idaho, and, and this is really a gut punch because I want to move out of Maryland. I'm in the same case. Right. But I'm like, I would hate to have been that woman. Imagine moving. And then you get heartbroken that you get nailed with one of the worst aspects of the Fourth Reich right there. So anyway, the lawyer sent um for the for this change. It's a, it's New Horizon Academy. It's a, it's a chain based in Minnesota, but they have mm. a branch there in mm -mm. Meridian, Idaho. And the lawyer sent a letter to um to Brian Festa, who's the attorney with the Patriots USA, and it was it was amazing. He actually cited. He said, "Look." You know, the the governor, Brad Little, as evidenced by the fact that he vetoed a bill that would have banned private schools or private entities from from mandating shots. So you see, clearly, he respects uh, private business and what they could do and yada, yada. And I was and now, obviously, the, the, there are other protections in law that he's wrong about. But the point is that he was able to cite a so-called Republican governor agrees mm. with them. And and that's the problem. It's just the opposite. If you're in a red state, now is the time for pedal to the metal right, to right. use that maybe window where it's not quite as bad, but you still have some degree of power. Use it and 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 plow the ground up and salt it over. Salt that COVID fascism. Salt the biomedical state, the surveillance state, the tyranny. Mm. Make criminal penalties, civil criminal causes of action. Like, Oh, we don't mask here yeah. anymore. Yeah, but I mean, that's very tenuous. You need to put it in the state's constitution, bodily autonomy. You need to have private cause of action. Anyone caught doing it in a school against a kid a year in prison. I mean, mm -hmm. you need to plow the ground over now while it's unpopular. Don't let that go. Because like you said, at any point, they'll they'll flip an area. I was having fun uh, last night. I was just, I don't know, I, I liked looking at it. At, even though I'm so not into politics, horse races, and into itself, but I was looking into some of the old electoral maps, and I was struck at how quickly, over 20 years since the Bush maps, mm -hmm. how many counties and states have swung 20 to 40 points. I mean, things really do change. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver assets that have stood the test of time makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 
705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm not, when you, when, when I tell you guys, I've witnessed, I've seen this with my own eyes. I could tell you the names of the people. I can tell you the names of the people, specific women who've hopped to three school boards, three school boards. She hopscotches across New York state into three different school boards. They install her and she installs the radical sex ed agenda, the radical um, you know, cultural Marxism, the 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 race agenda. It's to to witness it is a sight to behold. And so this is why I, I'm you know, and I don't. I'm thankful I have you on today because I don't often get the chance to explain that to the audience. People just think I'm crazy staying here in New York State. But I think someone needs to be witness to this. You know, um, we're going to go to break. We are joined tonight by Daniel Horowitz. We're going to talk. He's still banned from Twitter. We're going to talk about that when we when we come back. Uh, but you can find him on Getter, right, Daniel? And where else? C19 Truth Bombs on Telegram. That's that's where I am. And, and, and let me just say this. It might change. Everyone's saying Thanksgiving, uh, Elon Musk will do something. We'll see. But so far, not a single uh, COVID patriot has been restored. Well, and that's where I want to go with you in the net, because because I'm like, what's going on here? A lot of people are getting their accounts back. You and I, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm the reject on the dodgeball team. I'm the last one to be picked. You're the last one to be picked, Daniel. Like, what? What's Everyone else gets to play, but we're just kind of, you know, sitting here waiting. We'll be back in a moment to talk about Elon Musk, Twitter, the suppression of free, free speech, the um, resurgent now of free speech. But what does that mean? Do we really want the fate of free speech yeah. and the First Amendment to be held in the hand of yet another billionaire? That's the question. We'll be back in a moment with Daniel Horowitz. Daniel Horowitz, one of the original Twitter band COVID-19 deniers. You were denying the science. You were questioning the masks and the vaccines, joined by people like Alex Berenson, Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough, myself. I mean, a couple of them just absolute giants. I mentioned Naomi Wolf earlier in the broadcast today. And here we are seeing it. If we're going to be honest, it did start with Donald Trump. I think he was the first high profile banned from Twitter, which was extraordinary when you think about it. I mean, he was a former sitting president. Uh, his account was was completely permanently suspended. That was the first I'd ever heard of permanent suspensions from from Twitter. And subsequently, we saw, I mean, one account after another, after another, after another. In comes Elon Musk. He's on his white horse. He's going to save free speech and he's going to save all of us. And he buys up Twitter. He fires 50% of the staff. He's going in. And now we're seeing the reinstatement, right? Donald Trump, one of the highest profiles to be reinstated. We have Juanita Broderick, who has been reinstated. We have um, uh, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, among others, who have now had their accounts reinstated. Yet, you know, we're, we're sitting here, Daniel. I mean, you, it's not just you and me. It, Dr. Malone, to my knowledge, yes. Steve Kirsch, to my knowledge, Peter McCullough, one of the most cited, the most cited, brilliant researchers, medical doctor, scientists on the face of, of the planet. And these people are still languishing. You have not gotten your account back yet. I believe Naomi is also uh, continuing to be to be banned. What do you know of this situation? I asked Steve Kirsch last week when he was on the show and he's like, I have no idea what's going on. He's like, I can't even talk to Twitter. He's like, I, you know, there, it's not even like there's a human being there. I'm no. like, well, can't you just, can't you just call up Elon? You're in Silicon Valley. <laughs> don't, don't you have like a connect? He's like, I don't know, not at this point. So where are you at on all of that? So I think there is an interesting observation that a lot of people are excited about who was restored. But if you look at, the people restored, I don't think a single one of them was a high profile 
COVID Patriot, as I call them. Mm, okay. Um, and I'm not saying they had bad views on it. They might have had good views on it, but none of the ones that no, were notorious and even bigger fish, like you said, like Dr. Malone. Okay, maybe he's never heard of me, you know, Elon, but but you know, someone like that would have been restored. Not sure. a single one of them ha- has been restored. Now they're saying Thanksgiving that might change. We'll see. But so I don't I don't I don't know anything more. I don't think it's worth speculating, but this in itself is a very long conversation. I wish we had all night for this because mm. what 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 gets into me is you know you know there's a lot of things it's a less verse in hosea that god makes things that that the wicked trip over and the righteous walk in you could have something that's neither good nor bad i mean it's a technology it's a thing it's a platform it's an opportunity mm. and it could be used for very good you could use really to meet a lot of good friends i've met so many good people that i've done so much good work with right. through that and DMing them, and then you you learn a lot of good information. You give good information, but stupid people get stupider from it. Meaning, pr- I I really feel that social media, and and you can't wish it away. It is what it is at this point. But it's a big part of what brought down the conservative movement. It used to be even more establishment people. They had to have some sort of tour de force, some sort of reason for existing mm-hmm. that. Maybe they sold out on a lot of things, but there were one or two things they fought for. Right. But now what's happened is even the more like feisty right wingers, they satiate their desire for accomplishment with tweeting as an end to itself. So mm. like Twitter has become, oh, here's my messaging for today. Here's my clever thoughts. And it's like, okay, okay, but but what are you doing? We have a legislative session coming up in all these red states. I've I have a list. I'm sitting, you see, you know, you could see this, Shannon. I have, yeah. I'm writing um, a list of items that need to be done in legislative sessions. That's what used to happen even among anyone who worked in politics. Or paid attention, right. Now it's more like, I mean, and, and I don't mean to toot my own horn, but you compare some of my colleagues that earn a lot more money than I do and have a lot more notoriety. They literally, I don't know what they do. They formulate like two or three talking points per week. And then they kind of like, you know, shop around their face across different things and just promote that. And and what what I'm concerned about with Elon and and even if for he's doing it for good reasons, let's just, you know, not speculate that there's anything more to it for the moment. Um but what are we going to do with it? Twi- the, the 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 speech and the platform is not an end to itself that so you could speak truth, justice and strategize to implement the right outcomes and see them through right and that's this has created a paralysis of intellect yeah so it's like a a ton of chatter and you and i have talked about this before i mean this is you coined the term discernible policy outcome the crap's still going on i want the crap ended right well and here's the thing like does it, it means put your money where your mouth is It's not about the talk. It's about the walk. I mean, we understand these concepts. It's the reason that people are paying attention to Ron DeSantis, because for for in some cases, he is walking the walk. He is actually doing things rather than talking about them. And it was the problem with President Trump. He said everything we loved. He said, well, I didn't love all of it, but people loved what he said. And so we have this party that is all about the chatter and the chatter and the talking points and the talking yeah. points. And it all sounds good. And we think, oh, and and that's a really just good believe them every time, Daniel. And then they never follow through. Never so- follow through. And and it's all about, well, the libs did this, but did that. Okay, but what are you gonna do about it, buddy? I wanna know what see, I want I do want my Twitter account back, but I'll tell you why I want it back. I want it back. One of the biggest things is it's it's not for self-promotion, it's for influence on very specific things. So what I used to do is I would take these small red state governors and even sometimes I go down to like a committee chairman in a state legislature that's not used to no one ever heard of him, whatever. And right. I would say on this bill and this time you're screwing around in this committee and doing this. It's got to stop. Here's a Republican in a red state. Here's the opportunity we have. Here's what could be done. Boom, boom, boom. Use your influence where it could be used. Well, not just you, your 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 clever jousting with the left on something. Right. And then you tag them in on it. All of a sudden they're tagged. 
it's beginning to gain some traction and momentum and people who are able to operate primarily in the shadows in their own corner of the world and get away with this stuff. Yes. We're having a bright light shining on them. And you were very effective in that strategy, Daniel. In fact, um, I mimicked your strategy watching you do that. That is something that's what journalists are supposed to do. Yes. That's what pundits are supposed to do. That's what commentators are supposed to do on our side in Conserva Inc. And you and I have, have bemoaned this for quite some time. It is more about getting high profile guests, asking them real softball questions, <laughs> falling in, you know, whatever the GOP wants. And you can make a lot of money and you can become yes. very, very popular because you'll be platformed because the platforms are designed to protect the party. The party is designed to lose to Democrats because at the end of the day, it's a controlled opposition party. People get so mad at me for saying that, Daniel, but I say it only because I'm a rip the bandaid off kind of girl. The pain is coming no matter what, yeah. it's gonna happen. We can address this quickly and get it over with, or we continue to languish and we can go down this path of suffering that we will this continue to go down. This is what bothers me. It, yeah. it, it winds up being a security blanket for 90% of conservative ink, it's never been a better time to be alive. They're enjoying themselves. Yeah. It's, and you always see Twitter's awful. become so much fun now. Well, nothing's fun about be, this. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. I absolutely hate this. Right. I hate it for a living. I don't enjoy it. Right. But it's like you can't run from this and you got to fight it. Co I, I was actually going to leave this business before COVID fascism. And then I realized, well, I can't run anywhere from it because they literally will 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 ruin your lives. And right. know, it's not just even values in the abstract or, okay, like the profligacy of the federal government. So screw it. Let them bankrupt themselves. No, I mean, they will literally transhumanize our, our, ourselves. Yeah. And we got to, we got to, you know, it's life, liberty, property, and it's most basic. They're going to transhumanize your ass if you don't get up. And <laughs> if you don't get up. But that's why, but it's not fun, but they're enjoying it. Oh, you know, Elon has made Twitter so much fun. Well, look, there's what you can do with that, but do it. But mm -hmm. everything we hated before the election that we were languishing from is still true and it still will be true. Right. And people need an answer. What the hell are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about the fact that you have a Joseph Mengele healthcare system where you can no longer get decent healthcare, where they will experiment on you? Um, hospitals are killing fields. What these are big public policy issues, and they need answers, right? And and there really is there there is nothing serious about no. our political system. I've tweeted that out often. These are not serious people. We're not dealing with serious people. We're not de dealing with people who are intelligent. We are not dealing with people who are virtuous. I think that over. 30 to 40 years of infiltration into our political parties, both political parties, our bureaucracies and our political systems, Daniel, uh, it is filled with absolutely decrepit people for the most part. They are not able to comprehend what is going on in many cases. And the ones who are know exactly what's happening and they're completely okay with it. So, yeah. we, you know, so it, and, and, and 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 let me let me give this in a very vivid way that how what I think is going wrong with the conservative media. So, you know, I, I produce a lot of content, do a lot of podcasts and and obviously write my daily columns and I could be happy. Okay. I, I could earn a living doing that. And uh, I earn a living and that's it. Here's the column. And wow, that's, that sounds very brilliant. That sounds very informative. Okay. Very nice. But then what th that's where everyone else would stop. But right. what everyone else needs to do is, and, and I was working on this today, even though this week was a light week, but precisely because it was a light week, I would take these ideas and then shop them around to everyone I know in legislatures, mm -hmm. in certain red state administrations, health departments. Hey, what do you think of this? What, you know, what do you think of, of, of using this? We're about to have a legislative session. Here are some things we're doing. I'm coming up with lists and, and seeing it through follow through. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? But instead they satiate themselves by, Oh, I, I look, the liberals are doing this. So, okay, right. fine. And then they walk away from it as if they accomplished something. And I guess if you get paid a few hundred thousand dollars to do that every day, then I guess you accomplish something. Yeah. But where does that leave civilization. It, yeah, it, it leaves us where we are and where we're headed, which is, um, yeah, a place I don't want to go. And so I, I think that the the awakening, there are people, colleagues within our industry that are just not yet awake, that don't have the capability of being awake because no. they're just not cognitively going to do that. 
And so, you know, it does fall on some of the smaller independent media outlets, people like you and me. And I think that's pretty cool. We got to go to break. We're running out of time. Daniel Horowitz was is with us. You can find him. C19 Truth Bombs on Telegram is where he is activating. Hopefully we'll see him on Twitter very, very soon. Myself included. Okay. I'm on with my alter account, but my real Shannon Joy radio account is still permanently suspended. And Elon, I would like it back. So let's make that happen. All right. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon Joy show. We have just a few minutes left on the show tonight, pre-Thanksgiving to all of you listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Keep your keep your hopes up. Keep your chin up. Uh, yes, we are in dark times. And again, for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, there are many in this audience that are awake. If you're listening to this show, you are awake. And I know that at times you feel alone, but I can tell you from my vantage point, people are waking up. We are, you know, there are always periods of darkness and then that makes way to light, which is what Daniel Horowitz mentioned earlier in the program today. And we are so thankful. I am so thankful, Daniel, for you and for your friendship. And I'm glad that you're still in this business. I'm glad that you're still in this, still doing this work. And I want you to know I'm always praying for you, always, um, because I know that it's a heavy lift, what you're doing. But I know that the audience feels the same way as well. And before we sign off tonight for a Thanksgiving holiday, um, by the way, we have a guest host tomorrow. So make sure you tune in tomorrow and uh, Friday. We have Owen Stevens, who is such a great friend of the show. He's doing two fresh shows. So you're going to get some unique content tomorrow and on Friday. So make sure that you download the podcast. If you want to support this show, theshannonjoy.com, theshannonjoy.com, you can become a patron, an angel investor. We are independent. The only reason we're here is because of you. So thank you for those of you who do contrib contribute on a monthly basis. Again, that's theshannonjoy.com. But back to you, Daniel, how can people support you? How can people help you? And uh, what do you need them to do to keep your voice uh strong and growing as well sure absolutely really appreciate it appreciate your friendship and the time here so i mean look if anyone wants to email me personally daniel herwitz at startmail.com at startmail.com um let me know you know if you're across the country willing to be maybe a state team leader we're working on trying to keep it local localize things at the end of the day we can only deal with ourselves our own backyard mm. and you know, if this country is not redeemed, which is no guarantee, you know, you can have a personal redemption. And at least we stand on the right side. We are in it. We are deserving of God's deliverance. Yes. And that's all we can do. That's all we can do. While everything looks insurmountable, nothing is insurmountable for God. Mm. And for that, we are thankful that we are in his dominion and not any capricious whims of, of mankind. You know, and that's that's the bottom line. He is the one who has the hands on the steering wheel. Amen. Daniel Horowitz. Love you. Thank you so much. Love your family too. Um, wish them a happy Thanksgiving from happy me. Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right. And thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful holiday. We will see you next week on the back end, right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156 
or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.